Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. y'all hope y'all are doing fine and I love all of the the messages the direct messages y'all are finding me on Facebook which I love you guys are corresponding with me through Instagram telling me that you're loving this series and I'm loving it doing the series matter of fact I'm loving it so much that I decided to give a special surprise so At the end of this podcast, for my listeners only, I'm going to do a workshop over this topic of the angry Black woman. We're going to talk about how to allow, accept, and release and use our anger. It'll be a workshop complete with workbook activities. I will demonstrate how to actually process our emotions. I'll ask for a volunteer, someone who wants to do that. And of course, there'll be coaching opportunities. I'll share the details on how you join this at the end of the podcast. Or actually, why wait to the end? I'll go ahead and give it to you now. Go to my website, BrickJohnson.com. On that website, there's a section that's for masterclass. That's where you're joining. The next masterclass will be this episode series for you guys on the angry black woman. Okay, so I got to tell you a little funny story, though, before I get started. I thought it would be so nice to take care of two birds with one stone. So I am literally recording this podcast with my clay mask on. Now, you not you guys know when you mask, like you really don't really want to move your face because it's, you know, it's like you Botox your face, like you're supposed to like keep it kind of still. And so I don't know if you can tell, but like when I do my podcast, I'm kind of animated. So you know how when you're doing the mask and you're like not moving your face. And when I first started doing the podcast, I was trying to figure out what was going on, why it felt different. I was like, oh, because I'm trying not to move my face. I'm like, you know, I'm kind of getting animated. Like I enjoy talking to you guys and I talk with my hands and I like, I express myself. My podcast, Colette, she's an amazing podcast producer. She's always talking about my length away from the mic because like I get all into it and I'm like, animated and I move away from it and all of that. And so I'm going to have her put a picture of me so you guys can see it in your show notes of how I look (laughs) recording this podcast with my mask on. But anyway, okay, enough of all of that. I love sharing my human side of me because I think as life coaches, some life coaches present themselves as if they're not human. Like we don't have coaching. We don't need coaching. Like we have all our shit together. Can I tell you guys something? I think one of the reasons why I'm such an amazing coach 
is because I don't really have my shit together. Like I have to manage my mind on a daily basis. And because I have so much practice of managing and moving my mind into a place that serves me, that makes me that much better with my clients, especially my high (laughs) achieving women, right? Because sometimes we can be a little stubborn and my mind is a little stubborn. And so I realize nothing wrong is happening. So whenever I get a chance to show you my humanness and give you an example, I will. Even if it means putting a picture of me with my clay mask on trying to record this podcast. (laughs) So let's get started. Okay, so we've dealt with our anger and the fact that we're angry at the beginning of this series, like allowing it and showing us how to allow it and how to process. And we went on even on the next phase when we discuss letting them be wrong or we can be okay with others calling us the angry black woman and the social constructs that made that calling out uncomfortable for us and the reason why those were created. So I'm not going to go back and do all that again. You can listen to the other episodes for that. But this week, I want to talk about how to use your anger for you. But of course, I got to give you some background information. This is something that my clients and I, we go very deep on how the brain works, how we feel, why we feel, why we take actions. So I'm going to give you a very condensed version. The way we feel is always created by our thoughts, what we're thinking about, or what I like to say, our sentences in our head. This is what creates our feelings, even our feelings of anger or the emotion of anger. Despite what everybody tells us and what society tells us, It is never what someone does or doesn't do that angers us. It is our interpretation of what they did or didn't do that creates those feelings. I'm talking about the feelings of the emotion, not physical pain. If someone hit you, yes, you would still feel the physical pain, but I'm talking about the anger, the emotion. I'm going to say it again. It is never what someone does or doesn't do or the life events that is happening around us or that is not happening around us that makes us angry. It is our interpretation of that fact that causes us to be angry. Let me give you a quick example. You guys know that there are times when someone can say the exact same thing as another person. And when that other person says it, our asses is angry. But if someone else says it the exact same way, we're like, cool. That's because we don't have the same interpretation of one person than the other. It's the interpretation that matters more than what is actually said. Circumstances happen. People say shit. Life happens, etc. And then We have feelings or emotions. And since we're talking about anger, we get angry. But we think it's because of the things that are happening or what people are saying. We are wrong. 
It's because of our interpretation of what we make the things happening mean, not the actual circumstance. Now, listen, I gave you what sometimes my clients have to work through for like two or three months. This is not an easy concept to explain or to live. It's easy to say, but to live it out and flesh it out is not. But it's very important to know. And it's something I spend a lot of times working on because it's one of the most empowering concepts I can offer you. To say the least, at first glance, we feel it really is the cause. Someone said something, something wasn't done, or any other circumstance that's causing our anger. When we believe that, the only way to get rid of it would be to change the people or the events. And can I tell you something? That's not always possible. And it is beyond our control. But our interpretation, the way we manage our mind to see it, to present it to ourselves, what we concentrate on, how we language it, all of that is within our control. And that's how we take our power back. That's how we manage our minds and we are in control. So why am I harping on our feelings right now? I'm harping on our feelings because it's important because how we feel, that's what drives us to do what we do and what we don't do. What we do and don't do always comes from our feelings. That's the driving force. Just like our thoughts create our feelings, how we feel actually drives our action. And those actions over time creates our results. So now that we're removed from the resistance of our anger and the stigma behind our anger, what are we going to do? Now we get to sit in that emotion and learn from it. I love this part of the thought work. Actually, it's the part of the thought work that many of us avoid like the plague. But this is actually where all the value of managing your mind comes from. Once our feelings are no longer this big boogeyman, now we get to explore. We get to get curious, asking ourselves, why am I so angry? Like, really, what is it that my mind is saying it's needing and how can I give it to my damn self? Like my mind is saying, I need this. Why? And then it's offering that I need it from in a certain way, which is a very limited view. Remember how I talked about what we tell our brain, what we show our brain to give us? It will show us, it will go get it for us. I think I talk about it in episode three, play and fetch. It's like whatever we ask our brain to show us, it will go back and get that for us. It will play fetch with us. When we're angry and we're saying like, I need this to happen this way, our brain is going to show it. It's going to play fetch with us and it's going to show us that's the only way we can get that, which leaves us out of the equation. So that's why when we really get curious, it's like, oh, what is my brain saying it needs it? And why is it saying it only can get it this way? 
and it takes our value, our power to give it to ourselves away because we don't even see that view. When we're angry and we're saying we need something to be different than the way it is and what our brain is showing us is a limited view, this is what we get when we're angry. When we're angry, we think it has to come from a specific way. Let me give you an example. If it's a job promotion that we didn't get and we're angry about it, ask yourself why. Why am I angry? Is it about the respect? Is it about the acknowledgement of hard work? Is it about validation? Is this a fairness issue? Is this because I wanted more money? And then go further with that. Why do I want more money? Why? What am I making the more money mean? Why do I need them to respect me? Do I need them to respect me more than I'm respecting myself? What would all of this look like? These are examples of questions you can ask yourself when we go towards our anger and we no longer make it the big bad boogeyman. Like when we allow ourselves to sit in it, feel the discomfort, and then start asking it questions. This is the gold queen. But this is the work we don't do when we say we don't have time for that and we don't feel our anger. We don't allow ourselves to be human beings and be in our anger. This is your time to go deep, to get curious. This is what I take my clients through. Why? Followed by another why and another why and another why. Remember, you can only go this type of deep in exploration after you've processed it and released the anger. Even if we like the thought that's creating it, we've moved ourselves from reacting to our anger and now we're responding to it. Sometimes I don't tell my clients or have my clients change the thought, especially if it's like a social justice issue or like, this is how I want to be treated. Like we get to like our reason for being angry. Remember, it's okay to be angry. That's never the problem. To be angry is in fact neutral. It's what we do with it. Think of it like an investigational drug. If the doctor came in and told you your body was reacting to the drug, how would you feel? But if he told you your body was responding to that drug, isn't that a different feeling? And remember, our feelings create different actions, right? What we do and don't do. So we get to acknowledge and own our anger and respond to it in a way that supports ourselves and our society in general, especially as it relates to social justice issues. Y'all, there's no better example of this than the most recent demonstration of this responding to and anger than our friend Stacey Abrams. When she lost the governor's race due to voter suppression, y'all know her ass was probably all kind of angry. Now, I don't know her personal and I'm actually assuming. So understand, yes, I'm making all kind of assumptions on this, but I'm sure our girl was angry. In fact, I kind of read somewhere and I couldn't tell you where that she kind of went away for and went dormant for like two weeks 
I would imagine she was probably allowing all the feels and processing all the anger, all of it. This is the phase where I call my friends, the ones that I trust the most when I'm in this phase. And I know I can just be me and not like have to be life coach Brig and have all my shit together, which I don't try to be anyway, because <laughs> I have a lower brain just like you. But this is the phase where I call and I call my friends and I say, this is bullshit. So I'm sure there was a lot of this is some bullshit coming from that camp. I love it that I have a place without judgment that I have space for my brain to do what brains does, which is fuck with me. For Stacy, I imagine too, she had some trusted friends that she can scream and say all the explicitives. But eventually, she had to come to what I want to talk about today. Those two powerful words. The words I teach my clients, the words that create change, the words that redirect all our energy from implosion to explosion to creation to creating change. They're just two simple words. I'm angry. I've identified why. I've gotten curious. I've acknowledged. I've sat in it. I've allowed other people to have all their fucking other opinions. And now I can just explore, investigate, use it. And the two simple words I teach are now what? Now what is a question? And questions are always good because they give our brain a task. Great questions create great lives. Our minds love to go to workforce. Remember the fetch. Like they love it. Like give me something to do. But our brains will go and find possibility or our brains will find probability. One focuses on our future possibility. And the latter focuses on our past, what's been done in the past, how we've seen it, all of that. But if we want to focus on our future, like Stacey Abrams did, like so many other Black women treated unfairly by a system designed to keep us enslaved, both mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, the now what gives us clarity. With a managed mind, sometimes all we need, Queen, is a well-timed question, followed by another and another and another. And the beauty is we get to define the now what. For Stacey Abrams, she went on a mission to make sure every voter had a voice. They had an opportunity to use it. And so for you to remember the next time you're angry, You have a right to experience that anger, to allow it for yourself, to have the freedom to feel it, to process it, to be with it, to allow it. You can allow others to have their opinion of you. You can give that back to them. And we can use our emotions for our betterment. I personally have used the anger from men saying some dumb shit after a breakup, like you ain't going to make it without me or that they were the best thing I could have ever had. My now what work was shit. I'm the best thing for me. 
No man will ever treat me better than I treat me. Was I pissed off? Hell yeah. Did I give them what they said, their energy? Nope. I made it about me. What can I do instead of trying to change them and their opinion of me? No. Y'all know how we get caught up in trying to make our exes changing their opinion of us. We post trying to change their opinion of us. We act, we get things trying to change their opinion of us. That's a whole bunch of energy. My now what was, that's okay. You get to think that, I'm gonna let you have it. I ain't even trying to change it. I'm gonna change me. Again, stop trying to change all the humans because it never works. I help my clients who were passed over for promotions receiving inaccurate or derogatory remarks during evaluation, when they show up to my coaching sessions, hella pissed. Again, they have every right to their anger. But after we processed it, we've allowed it, I get to ask them all the damn questions, understanding what is it that they want. Our anger shows us what we want. Our anger shows us our truest desires if we explore it. So the now what is so powerful for them. They have gotten better positions within other companies with raises. They've gotten transfers within the same companies to departments that not only appreciated them and what they brought to the table, but offered them containers to which they could shine. The now what has helped some of my clients set boundaries for how they will be addressed and what their deal breakers are in relationships. The now what has helped my clients go into relationships that were long gone and stop making what someone else said about them mean anything about them, taking back their power. There is so much value in going towards our anger examining these sentences in our minds and asking us all the damn questions, revealing our truest desires, providing for ourselves a platform to give us what we want. I will say it and I will continue to say it. Good things happen when Black women own our anger. You angry queen? good. But let's use that shit. Let's respond, not react to it and create your deepest desire because that's what that anger is showing you. But you have to be courageous enough to do the work, to face it, to sit in that shit, ask it questions. And if you want work doing this process and you want help, Sign up for my masterclass. If you're doing this in real time, then, which is March of 2021, then this masterclass could be fine on my website. Go to the section called masterclass with all the details and we'll go to work on this. I'm looking forward to going on this journey with you. And as always, I got you. Talk to you later. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, 
and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide. Opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to BrickJohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. In 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. BrickJohnson.com. B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. See you next time.